Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. We are truly pleased that we can be together to worship Yahuwah Abba, Yahusha HaMashiach, in the first worship service of the year 2024. We are truly happy and thankful that we were able to peacefully enter this new year with promises from our Father that He will fellowship with us, guide us throughout this year and beyond. And so we all know, as members of the Assembly of Yahusha, that we elect to use the sacred name of the Father. This name is, of course, the Tetragrammaton, which is the four-letter name of God, which is spelled out Yahuwah. Yahuwah is the personal name of God, and he wants us to use it, not to misuse it. He wants us to proclaim it, not to hide it. And so when we gather for worship in our sermons and Bible studies, when we sing hymns of praise to, to the Father, when we pray to the Father, we proclaim the name of Yahuwah. Now, why do we do this? Why are we devoted in proclaiming the name of the Father? And what does it mean to truly proclaim the Father's name? Let's begin our studies in the book of Psalm 148 and the verses 13. Let them praise the name of Yahuwah, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and heaven. Why do we dutifully proclaim the name of the Father, the name Yahuwah? Because it is recorded in the Holy Scriptures that the name of the Father, the name Yahuwah, is to be praised. You know, God gave us 10 commandments. You know what the third commandment says? It tells us do not use the name of God in vain. What's the implication? It is clear. We are to use the name of the Father, not to hide it, but to proclaim it so that we can give praise to his name. Because after all, how can we praise the name of Yahuwah if we don't proclaim it? And so we must proclaim it because his glory is above the earth and heaven. And how must we proclaim the name of the Father? How must we praise the name Yahuwah? Bible says his name alone is exalted. So it is our duty not just to proclaim or pronounce the name of the Father. It is our duty to exalt the sacred name. This is why you can see on your screen our duty as members of the assembly of Yahusha, not only to simply pronounce the name, we are to exalt the name of the Father, exalt the name Yahuwah. Are we doing that, brothers and sisters in the faith? One might say, I am doing that, brother, because when I call upon God, I call upon his name, Yahuwah. I sing hymns and use the name Yahuwah. That's good. We ought to do that. But is it simply by pronouncing the name Yahuwah that we're able to exalt the name Yahuwah? It's not as simple as that. Yes, we do pronounce the name of Yahuwah. However, when we do so, it has to be done on purpose and with, in such a way that we exalt the name of Yahuwah. So how do we do that? How do we exalt, not simply use, but exalt the name of the Father? Let's read the book of Jeremiah, chapter 9, 23 to 24. This is what Yahuwah says. Don't let the wise boast of their wisdom or the powerful boast in their power or the rich boast in the riches, but those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, 
that they truly know me and understand that I am Yahuwah, who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth, and that I delight in these things, I, Yahuwah, have spoken. So how can we truly exalt the name of Yahuwah and not simply use his name when we understand and know that Yahuwah demonstrates unfailing love? If we were to ask you, brothers and sisters, do you really know and understand Yahuwah? Because the Bible tells us if we're going to boast, boast that you know and understand Yahuwah. Bible warns us if we are wise, don't let the wise boast of their wisdom. Don't let the powerful boast of their power. Don't let the rich, the, the rich people boast in the riches. If you want to boast, Bible tells us we should boast that we know, that we truly understand Yahuwah. Why must we seek to understand and truly know Yahuwah? Because he wants to have a relationship with us. Ever since the very beginning of creation, up until this point, the work of Yahuwah is to bring people together to him. Because he wants to have that relationship with us. He wants to have that union with us. Question is, do we know who Yahuwah is? Here's the answer. For a person to truly know Yahuwah, we need to know his character. We need to know what he likes. He need, we need to know what he does not like. This is why when we read the Holy Bible, it reveals to us who he is. It, it tells us what he likes, what he does not like. And when we understand the name of Yahuwah, it reveals to us his character. This is why he wants to give us his name and use his name. Because the name of God reveals something about him. In the Hebrew word, the meaning of name represents authority and character. Because in Hebrew, names are not randomly given. Names are given because it has a purpose. It expresses the character, the authority of the one by which the name is given to. Especially the name of God. The name of God, it tells us about his character. So if you want to know about God, well, we can look at the name. We need to understand the meaning of the name. If we simply proclaim the name or we simply pronounce the name without knowing what the name means, we're not really fully exalting the name of God. This is why we need to know about the meaning of that name. Why? Let's read the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 16. And those who feared Yahuwah spoke to one another, and Yahuwah listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him, for those who fear Yahuwah and who meditate on his name. Bible has a special place, or God himself has a special place in his heart for those who have reverence for him. And those who have reverence for him do not simply just proclaim the name because they don't want to misuse the name. We cannot simply be blurting out the sacred name here and there and end up misusing it, blaspheming it. We don't want to do that. We have to be careful when we use the name of the Father. This is why we have a set place and time when we use it, right? We don't just use it 
in casual conversation. We need to make sure we show reverence for the name. One of the ways by which we show reverence for the name is when we meditate on his name. So that when we pronounce his sacred name, we understand what we are doing because we understand what it means. It expresses the true character of God. Do you know when Yahuwah gives his name and what the meaning of his name is? Let's read the book of Exodus chapter 3, 14 and 15. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, Yahuwah, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. And so the Bible tells us to meditate on the name. Why? Because the name of Yahuwah is the name by which Yahuwah wants us to remember him from generation to generation, including and especially the last generation. Beloved brethren, are we not the last generation? I believe so because of the fig tree prophecy that we studied a while back. And so because we live in the last generation, according to the book of Psalms, we are to proclaim the name of Yahuwah. Why? Because in the last generation, Yahuwah is going to do something great. What is that? He's going to complete soon his work of restoration. You know, when Yahuwah is going to begin a work of salvation or begin a work of calling his people, do you know what he does first? He introduces his name. Why? Because by giving us his name, it's an invitation that Yahuwah says to us, I want to have a covenant with you. I want to have a relationship with you. It's like a person. You walk into a supermarket, you bump into someone you never met before, and you have some exchange of pleasantries, but you probably don't give your name, right? But if you want to have a relationship with this person, what do you do? Oh, by the way, my name is John. What is your name? And so when you give your name, it's an invitation. I want you to have a relationship with me. If not, then you don't give your name. And so when Yahuwah gives his name, what does that mean? I want to have a relationship with you. I'm going to, I want to partner up with you. I want to do something for you. That's what it means when Yahuwah gives his name. This is why here in the book of Exodus 3, 14 and 15, what's the backstory here? We all know Israel was held in bondage in Egypt. And so they were in deep slavery. They cry out to God. God responds to their cries and he sends Moses. Moses, I want you to set my people free. Who, me? Yes, you. I can't do that. I can't even speak, right? He's got all these excuses. Who, who am I? That's Pharaoh we're talking about. And what will the people of Israel say? When I will say to them that God is sending me to set you free. What if they ask me, well, what is his name? Well, what will I tell them? And so God tells Moses, tell them, I am sent you. I am who I am. When Yahuwah says, I am who I am, what does that mean? That's the meaning of the name of Yahuwah. So he's connecting the meaning 
of the name Yahuwah. He attaches it to I am who I am. And so Yahuwah is telling Moses, I'm going to create a covenant with the people of Israel. And as proof of that, I'm giving you my name. Because when Yahuwah God gives his name, what does that mean? It's an invitation to a covenant, to a relationship. And so we use the name to express our commitment to the name Yahuwah. Because Yahuwah gave it to us because of his commitment to the covenant. And so what is the meaning of I am who I am? When we look at the Hebrew word, I am who I am, it's the phrase ahaya, ashar. Ahaya, I am means ahaya, or ahaya means I am. So you get ahaya, ashar, ahaya. Can everyone please say ashar or ahaya, ashar, ahaya? So that's what it means when we talk about the name of Yahuwah. Ahaya, asher, ahaya. Where do we get ahaya, ashar, ahaya? When you look at the Hebrew text or script, the one enclosed in yellow, that is Ahaya Asher Ahaya. Can you see where Ahaya is? Next slide, circled in red. And so they're the same because it's the same word, Ahaya Ahaya. The connector word is Ashar, which means who. And so you have Ahaya Ashar Ahaya. Next slide, right? So that's. The meaning of I am who I am, ahaya, ashar, ahaya, that's the Hebrew. English is I am who I am or I am that exists. And so when we look at I am who I am, we know it's formed by two words, the root word being haya. Next slide. So haya is the building block of the name Yahuwah. Haya it is the two words that are connected by ashar. Ahaya, Ashar, Ahaya. And so if we want to know what it means when we say Ahaya, Ashar, Ahaya, or when we say I am who I am, we need to look at the meaning of Haya, right? And so when we go to the definition, <clears throat> the scope of definition of the word Haya, one is to be, to exist, to be in, existence and so when Yahuwah says I am who I am we know he is the existent one well who caused him to exist no one because he just exists so he is the self-existent one haya and then it says haya ashar haya and so what does that mean it's a double ahaya and so he is the self-existent one who causes all other things to exist. So when you look at the second part, the second ahaya, to exist, the source is the ahaya, the existent one who was not caused to exist. And so what we find is the meaning of ahaya, ashar ahaya, I am who I am, is that Yahuwah is the self-existent one who causes all things to exist. We can find this in the book of Psalms. 90, and the verses are one to two. Yahuwah, you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting. You are God who created God. No one 
by definition, the meaning of Yahuwah is he's self-existent. And so if someone created God or something created God, then he cannot be Yahuwah. Because the meaning of the name Yahuwah, I am who I am, means that he is self-existing. Not only is he self-existing, not only is he from everlasting to everlasting, he's also the one who formed the earth and the universe. This is why it is befitting that he be called and he be named Yahuwah. Because all things come from him. How did Yahuwah create all things? Let's read the book of Psalm 33, 6, 8 to 9. Yahuwah merely spoke. And the heavens were created. He breathed the word. And all the stars were born. Let the whole world fear Yahuwah. And let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke. The world began. It appeared at his command. How powerful is Yahuwah. How did he create the universe? <laughs> he simply breathed it. Can you do that? I mean when human beings breathe. They make a sound, but that's about it. When Yahuwah breathes, things happen. When he breathed, the stars were born. When he spoke, the heavens were created. That's all it took for Yahuwah to create the universe. And when we look at the vastness of the universe with a telescope, this is what we kind of see. We have a very powerful telescope, like maybe a James Webb telescope. When you peer into the outer parts of the universe, we think we're not going to see any more stars, but the farther we look out, the more and more stars we see. The fact is we cannot even count the number of stars, the number of galaxies. And when we look at the vastness of the universe and all the stars, the galaxies it contains, it just overwhelms our capacity to even imagine. We cannot count how many galaxies there are. We cannot measure the kind of power it, it has. But all that vastness, all that power, all that glory, is just a breath, a breath of God. What does that mean? What does that communicate? The power of Yahuwah. And so when we proclaim the name Yahuwah, what are we proclaiming? The power of God. Yeah. And so the next time you call upon the name Yahuwah, even before you say Yahuwah, in your mind, you're saying to yourself, he is the self-existent one who causes all things to exist. Beloved brethren, we exalt the name of Yahuwah. We exalt the sacred name, not just by pronouncing the name, but by trusting in the power of Yahuwah. Beloved brethren, if we are exalting the name of Yahuwah, we should overcome fear. We cannot say the name Yahuwah and still be afraid. So if we're afraid of something, call out on the name Yahuwah, that fear is going to be gone. This is why the name is powerful. Not simply by pronouncing it, but by understanding what it means. Do you know what it means when we call upon the name Yahuwah? It means the God who is with us is the one who breathed the universe into existence. Why will you be afraid? Why will you be afraid? If you truly believe that Yahuwah has that kind of power. This is why brethren. If you want to overcome fear. 
if you're afraid of something, it's okay. You, you're a human being. You're going to be afraid. It's okay. But once you call upon the name, Yahuwah, your fear is going to dissipate. Your fear is going to be gone. And you're going to do the will of our Father. Don't misuse the name. Honor the name. Exalt the name. When we call upon the name Yahuwah, I overcome that fear. No matter what it may be. Pronounce that name because it has power. What else is the meaning of the name Yahuwah? Because when we go back to the word Haya, the root word from Ahaya, Asher Ahaya, it has also several other meanings. To happen, to abide, to remain, to continue, to stand, to lie, to be in, to be situated, to, to accompany, to be with, to bring about. And so when we look at these meanings, it kind of communicates to us this idea of faithfulness. That Yahuwah is going to be with us until he completes what he plans to do. Right? You see the messaging in the words there. So he's going to cause things to happen. He will abide with you, remain with you, be with you until all things will be brought about. And so that's faithfulness. This is why when we look at the different combinations of Ahaya, Asher, Ahaya, we have the following meanings of his name. I am the self-existent one who caused all things to exist. He has that kind of power. But not only is Yahuwah God almighty in power, he's also committed to us. Look at the other meanings of his name. Yes, he has the power. He is omnipotent. But he also tells us he is ever present. He's omnipresent. I'm the self-existent one who will be there for you to accompany you. This is why when Yahuwah told the people of Israel and Moses, I am Yahuwah, what is he telling Moses? I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to, I'm going to be there with the people of Israel. He doesn't simply just say, I'm Yahuwah. He says, I am who? I am. What else? I'm the self-existent one who will help you. So he's telling Moses, this is not your work. This is mine. Because he's saying, who, who am I? Who am I, God, that you're sending me? And Yahuwah says, I know. I'm going to accompany you, not just to be with you. I'm going to accompany you because I'm going to help you. That's why I'm Yahuwah. What else? I am the self-existent one who enters into a covenant relationship and remains faithful to it. And so Yahuwah is telling Moses, I'm going to bring the people of Israel to Mount Sinai and I'm going to make a covenant with them. I'm Yahuwah. I will enter into a covenant with them and I'll be faithful to that covenant. Why? Because he is I am who I am. What else? I am the self-existent one who will carry out my counsel, purposes, and promises to completion. It's a good thing that Yahuwah was committed to his covenant. You know why? Because as human beings, frail and weak, we often fail, right? We often fail to meet the requirements of the covenant. This is why new covenant would eventually be created because of the faithfulness of Yahuwah in fulfilling and completing his plan. So he's telling Moses, not only will I create a covenant with you, I'm going to complete what I said I'm going to do in that covenant, even when you're going to be faithless. And we will see later on, this is exactly what happens. Because I am who I am. And eventually he will bring about the salvation that he has promised through his beloved son. That's why we also proclaim the sacred name of his son, Yahushua, Yahuwah saves. And we're going to talk about that next week. 
in our worship service lesson. So we know when it comes to Ahaya, Asher Ahaya, it reveals Yahuwah's character, which is about faithfulness and love. And so we exalt the sacred name by trusting in the power of Yahuwah and also in the character of our father, Yahuwah. You know what the character of God is? You know, when we looked at Exodus 3, 15, 16, it tells us that he's faithful, but he also has other qualities that Yahuwah himself, Yahuwah himself attaches to his name. This is why if we truly want to meditate and exalt the name of the Father, we need to also look into this. And so the book of Exodus, the chapter is 34, 5 down to 7. This is what it says. Then Yahuwah came down in a cloud and stood there with him, and he called out his own name. Yahuwah. Yahuwah passed in front of Moses calling out, Yahuwah, Yahuwah. I want to pause there for a while. Do you know why Yahuwah God does this? What's the background behind this passage? What's the context? Here's Israel. Yahuwah tells Moses, I'm going to make a covenant with Israel. And he does. He speaks on the mountain. The people of Israel hear the Ten Commandments. The only time they actually hear the, the, the voice of God. The actual, the only time the people of Israel as a whole hear the actual voice of God was when he gave the Ten Commandments. That tells you a lot about the Ten Commandments. Think about the Ten Commandments. He, uh, he, he got it written down on tablets of stone and he spoke it, right? What does that tell you? It's important. And so he tells Moses, come up. I'm going to give you the tablets. The tablets contain the Ten Commandments. It's called the Tablet of Testimony. A witness to the covenant Yahuwah God is making with his people. And so he gives Moses the tablets on his way down. What does Moses discover? Oh, the people of Israel are dancing and merrymaking. And they are worshiping this golden calf. Idolatry. And so in his anger, what does he do? He destroys the tablets. Yahuwah in his anger declares, I'm going to destroy this people, Israel. They're so stubborn. I'm going to start a new people with you, Moses. But we all know Yahuwah was testing Moses. Moses does the right thing and says, no, I cannot be. It must be Abraham. Yahuwah knows that he has a covenant that he made with his people, Israel, with Abraham. And so he goes to Moses and says, come up here. And when Yahuwah enters and uh, speaks to Moses, he passes in front of Moses. And what does he do? He calls out his name, Yahuwah, twice. Yahuwah, Yahuwah, why? Because he wants Moses to know, even though the people of Israel don't deserve the covenant, he's going to reestablish that covenant anyways. Why? Because of what it means. Do you see that? Yahuwah, Yahuwah. What does God say? The God of compassion and mercy. Isn't that beautiful? Yahuwah had every reason to obliterate the people of Israel because he broke the covenant. But because I am who I am, he's faithful. He's going to complete what he started. Because of who he is, I am who I am. He's going to keep going. He's going to find ways. Because of his compassion and mercy. What else? I am slow to anger. 
and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin, but I do not excuse the guilty because he is holy. And so all these qualities, characteristics of God, we can find in the book of Exodus, right? He's compassionate, merciful, slow to anger, filled with unfailing love and faithfulness, lavishes unfailing love, who forgives iniquity, rebellion, and sin. You know, the uh, people of Israel believe Exodus 34, 5 to 7 contains like 13 attributes of God, which is what the name Yahuwah also means, these 13 attributes, because the name expresses or reveals the character of God. And so in English, it's kind of hard to find all those 13 attributes. And so we look at different translations. For example, in the same passage in the New King James tells us, now Yahuwah descended in the clouds, stood with him there and proclaimed the name of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah passed before him and proclaimed Yahuwah, Yahuwah God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands of for thousands, forgiving iniquity, transgression, and <clears throat> sin. And so the Bible tells us that Yahuwah God abounds in goodness. The word goodness in Hebrew is the word hesed. And I want you to keep that in mind because the word hesed kind of is the one word that encapsulates all these character characteristics of God. And so the, S, the hesed of God, that is indicative of the name of God. I am who I am. So he's compassionate, gracious, long-suffering abounding in goodness, kindness, and truth. That's what hesed means. Goodness, kindness, unfailing love. All that together is who Yahuwah is. That's his essence. He's holy. He's truthful. That's the character of God. And so when we look at the character of God, it's the following. He's compassionate, merciful, slow to anger, filled with unfailing love, filled with faithfulness, forgives iniquity, abound in goodness and kindness, abound in truth. He's also holy. Beloved brethren, when we exalt or when we exalt the sacred name, we trust in his power. But it's a good thing. Yahuwah God is not only almighty in power. He is filled with love and compassion. It's one thing for God to have all this unlimited power. But if he were against us, what would, what would happen to us? But Yahuwah is not only about the power of God. It's, all about, it's also about his unrelenting love. Unrelenting compassion for each and every one of us. So brethren, every time you call upon that name, Yahuwah, in your mind, you should be thinking he's compassionate. He's merciful. Maybe you're asking Yahuwah. For a job, you lost a job, you want to take care of your kids. When you call upon the name Yahuwah, you need to believe he abounds in goodness and kindness. Maybe you were overcome by sin and made mistakes and now you're repenting. Remember when you call upon Yahuwah that he's compassionate, merciful, so to anger, forgives iniquity. Maybe we are afraid. Call upon the name of Yahuwah and remember that he's filled with unfailing love. He's filled with faithfulness and that he abounds in truth. What he says he will do, you can trust him. 
And so next time we call upon the name Yahuwah, memorize the qualities of God. Memorize the character of God. He's almighty, but he's also filled with hesed, kindness, goodness, and unfailing love. This is how we can exalt the name of Yahuwah. But how else can we exalt the name of Yahuwah? Let's read the book of Ephesians 5, 1 to 2. Since you are God's dear children, you must try to be like him. Your life must be controlled by love. Just as Christ loved us and gave his life for us as a sweet-smelling offering and sacrifice that pleases God, how else can we exalt the sacred name of God, the sacred name Yahuwah? Here, Apostle Paul tells us, you are God's children. Do you believe, beloved brethren, that you are God's children? We should. Do you know how we became the children of God? Because of Yahuwah and his faithfulness and loving kindness to create a covenant with us through his son, Yahushua. It's because of who he is. Because in the very beginning, when Yahuwah planned all this, he had in his mind, he's going to raise a family. He's going to adopt sons and daughters through the shed blood of our king, Yahushua. And so he is faithful to his covenant. That's why his name is Yahuwah. Because his name is Yahuwah, and because of what Yahuwah means, we have the opportunity, the privilege and honor to be sons and daughters of God. We're children of God. Believe that, brethren. And because we are children of God, what does Apostle Paul say? He says, since you are God's dear children, you must try to be like him. In other words, we need to follow the attributes that is the name of God, the name Yahuwah. Because we are children of God, we bear the name Yahuwah. We bear the name Yahusha. That being the case, we need to follow the example of Yahusha in following the teachings of God in showing love. This is why if we truly want to exalt the sacred name of God, we don't simply just pronounce the name. Yes, it's good we pronounce the name. But when we call upon the name Yahuwah, when we call upon the name Yahusha, we exalt the name by having faith in the power of God, by having faith in the character of God. But also, we exalt the name when we live the character of Yahuwah. Do you get it? So we don't sim we pronounce it with our lips. We think it by knowing and understanding the name, and we live it. We speak it. We think it, but we also live it. If we speak it and think it, but we don't live it, then we're misusing the name of the Father. Because if we're proclaiming the name, and we believe in what the name represents and what it means. But we're living a sinful way of life. Or we're full of curses coming from our lips. Then we're not using the name properly, are we? You see, if we are truly proclaiming and exalting the name Yahuwah. We must speak it. We must think it. And we must live it. 
when we live the attributes, when we live out the character of Yahuwah, we're exalting the name of our Father. This is why you know, on our website, Assembly of Yahusha, our vision for, for the members is bringing the love of Yahuwah through Yahusha into our home and into the world. You see, the love of Yahuwah that is in, indicated by his name and fully expressed by the name of his son, Yahusha. And so when we bring the love of Yahuwah through Yahusha, it means we live it. We don't simply speak it. We don't simply think it. We live it. And if we're going to rehearse the attributes of the name of Yahuwah, it should begin where? In our homes, right? I mean, if there will be people who should benefit first from rehearsing our faith, it should be the people we love, people in our homes, our children, our spouse, our brethren, right? And so we bring it, the love of Yahuwah through Yahusha into our home. And so what do we believe? In the website, when we say we believe, we proclaim the name Yahuwah, we proclaim the name Yahusha, our lesson for today kind of basically explains that. We don't simply pronounce it, but we practice the virtues, the character that is representative of the name of God, unfailing love, faithfulness, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, truth, compassion, and mercy. Can you imagine? I mean, if in our home, we practiced unfailing love. What would happen in our relationship with our spouse? If in our home, we practice compassion and mercy and truth, what would happen in our relationship with our kids? If we practice good, good kindness and goodness. I mean, it's kind of sad, you know, if we practice these virtues that represent the name of God in our, in our place where we work, or to the people of the world, which is good. We want you to do that. But if we are representing and rehearsing our faith outside our home, how much more inside our home? The people we love should be the first ones to benefit from our relationship with Yahuwah. So it should begin at home, brethren. Let's practice love at home. Let's practice faith at home and take it out to the world. Don't begin with the world and take it home. No, begin at home and take it out to the world. That's what Yahuwah would want. And so we practice our faith by living the character of Yahuwah because of who he is. That's how we exalt the name Yahuwah. And when we exalt the name Yahuwah, what is the promise of our Father to each one of us? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. What is the promise of God? What can we rely upon? When we commit, when we speak and think and live the name of Yahuwah Abba, Bible says, because he has set his love upon me, this tells us Yahuwah knows those who truly love him. When we love the Father, we don't misuse his name. We exalt his name. 
And when we exalt his name out of our love for him, Yehovah takes notice. And he says, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Yahuwah knows those who belong to him. Yahuwah knows those who are his. He knows those who truly are living out his attributes. What pleases the Father most is when we try our best to live like him. When we try our best to follow his example. If you are a parent and you have children, when our children try to be like us, it kind of makes us happy, doesn't it? Oh, my son, my daughter wants to be like me. And the father looks at us and he sees us and we're doing our best to be compassionate, to be merciful. We're doing our best to practice unfailing love. We're doing our best to show goodness and kindness. When we're doing all that, Yahuwah sees that and he's happy with that. And he tells us, I will deliver you and I will set him on high. What does that mean? Bible says we might go through troubles, but the good thing about going through trouble with Yahuwah with us, and then we call upon the name Yahuwah. At first we're afraid. Maybe you're going to get surgery. Maybe you have some kind of sickness. And then you're afraid. You're worried what's going to happen to me. Maybe you're getting older and weaker and sickly. I'm afraid what's going to happen to me. And then you cry out, Father, Yahuwah. Take care of my fear. He will set you on high. And when he sets you on high, you will not be afraid. You might go through trouble, but that trouble is only going to be an opportunity for Yahuwah to show his miracle and goodness and faithfulness, his chesed. Because he promises and we can count on his promise because of his namesake. When we call upon the name Yahuwah and we believe, he represents the truth. He abounds in goodness and truth that he does and fulfill his promises because I am who I am. That is God. If we believe that, he will honor us, give us long life, and give us salvation. He will answer all of our prayers. Beloved brethren, the next time you call upon the name Yahuwah, Believe it. Believe what it means. And allow Yahuwah to embrace you, that you may experience the goodness, the kindness, and the love of our Father. Let us stand, and we shall pray. Everlasting Father, most holy God, your name, Yahuwah, is a precious name. When we call upon your name, Yahuwah, we are no longer afraid. There are many things that bring fear, worries in our life, sicknesses, hardships, wars and rumors of wars, violence everywhere. Father, Yahuwah, you created all things with but a breath. Our problems, our troubles, our sufferings, they are nothing to you. But Father, what inspires us the most is your unfailing love. You do not withhold anything good for the sake of your children. You called us into fellowship by sacrificing your son. And so we know you are committed to us. 
may we be committed to you. May we properly honor and exalt your name. May you teach us not simply to pronounce it or speak it, not simply to believe it and trust it, but also to live it. May we represent you to the world because we bear your name. You made us sons and daughters. We bear your name. May we not fail you. Give us the character we need. Send your Holy Spirit that we might speak kindness and truth, speak love and compassion, live them out in our life for the benefit of our children, our loved ones. We have people who we care about so much that we want to convince to call upon your name as well. Father, help us to be a good example to them by practicing unfailing love. Maybe that will convince them. Give us the ability, Father, to shine brightly before all by doing everything we can to honor your name. We know we will fail, but when we do, we are assured you will remain faithful because this is what you have done again and again and again. So we are not afraid of our failures because you are Yahuwah, Yahuwah Abba, who will forgive us, who will be with us and will complete what he has promised. And so we are not afraid. We are filled with hope. This new year, 2024, regardless of its challenges, we know we will go through all things with you delivering each one of us. Our King Yahushua, the love of Abba is expressed in you. That's why you bear that name, Yahushua. Because of your sacrifice, you endured the beating on the cross. You love us so much. And so we want to follow your example. You gave up your life. You followed the Father. Teach us to be like you as we proclaim your name, Yahushua. Father, thank you so much. May you heal those who are sick. Look upon every household. We place our hope and trust in you. Bless our children wherever they may be. When we are incapable of reaching out to them, you are always present. It is you, you Abba, you're the only one. Please keep them safe. Bless them always that they will make the right choices in life. May you please heal your people, strengthen the homes. Remember our parents who are aging. May you help them to place their trust and hope in you. Our hope, oh loving Abba, our living hope one day. We will be together forevermore with you leading the way. We believe this will come to be because of who you are. You speak the truth for you are Yahuwah, Yahuwah Almighty. Thank you for being with us today. We ask everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.